Hi, it's really nice to have an opportunity to come and tell you about our trip to Sukth. Um, I'll just introduce the team as we've become known. Um, most of you will know Annette, and this is Annette. Um, and Annette works here in the preschool and in daytime during the week, for those of you who don't know her. And this is Perrin, who works in the preschool. Um, and you're going to hear a little bit from all of us. But I'm just going to start by telling you um, how our trip to Sukth came about. Some of you will have heard a little bit of about this a month or so ago when I was up here telling you, but I'm just going to go through it again. So a while ago, um, Miriam, uh, quite a few years ago, Miriam started talking to me about whether a preschool eventually would be the right thing to have in Sukth. And then it went a bit quiet. And then, oh, I don't know, maybe a year or so ago, she contacted me again and said, I think this is the right time. Will you get involved and come and do some training? So we talked and prayed a little bit about it. And then she said to me, the thing I need to happen on this is for you to bring some people with you from the Noah's Ark team here who are really good at relating to children, who will be able to model um, respect and um, just the way that you speak to children. And then she said to me, I need you to bring Annette because she knows Annette from when she worked here. And, um, and then we um, also decided between us that Perrin would be the other person because he, he does speak very respectfully to children and they really love him. But also because in Albanian culture, it's not really the done thing for men to be involved with children. And we felt, again, that that was a way that we could demonstrate something of the difference that would be in a Christian preschool. Um, and so we went. And I don't know about these guys, they might tell you in a minute, but for me, I was really aware that God was with us and with, it, with the selection of the team within the first hour of speaking to, um, to, the, to the staff because they were both able just to be there and you know, Annette was very good at adding the right words and Perrin was amazing at looking after the children who were there. So I knew for sure that God had got that bit right through us. Um, the time that we spent there, we were there for 10 days, staying in the village um, with Mer Miriam and Bess and um, meeting with the staff. And we were trying to facilitate conversation. And that's quite hard when I don't speak any Albanian. And, uh, well, in fact, none of us did. Perrin's doing best. He speaks more than the rest of us now. Um, but... Um, it was really amazing, and I felt God was really with us because I was sure that we wouldn't get to the point that we did on the first day in the whole of the first trip. I was sure it was going to be one of those drip, drip things that was going to take quite a long time. And God really blew me away. And the first hour, um, one of the staff just suddenly, it was very clear she'd had one of those light bulb moments and she suddenly said in Albanian, and we were sort of, oh, have we upset her? What's happened? She just went off on a big you know, stream of language, which eventually Miriam um, was able to translate to us. And basically what the lady was saying was, 
the way that you're explaining the way that children learn. And I started off by talking about the way that God makes each one of us and the way he puts our brains together and the way he makes it necessary for us to be in relationship to learn. And I talked about the fact that that wasn't a mistake on God's part. God's done that because he wants us to know what it's like to live in relationship with him. And then we talked about how children learn here at Noah's Ark. And I think at first they thought, oh, those children aren't doing very well. Until we told them that we do do lots of number work and we do lots of language work. But what we're not expecting at this stage, we're wanting to build really good foundations for our children. And um, at this stage, we're not expecting them to be able to write it down. And suddenly, this light bulb moment happened, and she said, gosh, that will be so much better for children, but it will be even better for their parents. And what she was saying was that actually to make children who are not really ready to sit and write, not really ready to color inside the lines and all of that, but if that's what you mark as success and you're a parent who wants your child to achieve that, you're there making them do it when they're not ready and it's really hard work. So we felt like we'd really made a breakthrough there and we were able just to share together. A lot of the other stuff we did um, also needed to change some attitudes maybe a little bit. And so, and we did some parenting with people from the village and that was a real privilege, quite difficult because we needed to be very, very careful that we didn't offend their cultural beliefs but that we were just sharing from our experience and listening to them. Um, and because we'd been walking up and down the road from where Mum and Bess live to the church, I don't know how many times a day, lots of times a day, a lot of the villagers had come out and said hello to us and chatted to us and Annette and I were invited to a few ladies' houses for coffee and it was some of those people and their friends and relatives who actually came to the parenting. It wasn't the people that Miriam was expecting from the church necessarily and we had a great time just sharing ideas um, about our children and how precious they are. So anyway, now I'm going to ask Annette to um, just say some of her, um, some of the things that, yeah, struck her. Right. Before we went to Albania, I had absolutely no idea what a missionary did. Um, I expected that a missionary would be very much like Sunday church, and I found it was quite different to what I expected. Um, I think, first of all, it's really important to say that it's a huge testament to the groundwork that's been done there by Miriam um, in contacting the women, because, as usual, it's the women who are sort of the people who are um, very most important, and especially there with the children. Um, it was really lovely that the women were so accepting of us, that they were really welcoming, really hospitable, and really eager to learn a different way of going about things. Um, things like when they discipline their children, they were smacking. Well, we haven't changed that straight away, but I think probably most of us were smacked at one time or another. Um, I certainly smacked my children. Um, you were smacked. <laughs> and only really things that I've learned through Noah's Ark here, my Noah's Ark, um, it was really lovely to be able to take that and share that with them. Um, and hopefully maybe change some things like that and really have them value their children and respect them. Um, 
lots of things that they hadn't seen before, like junk modeling that we take for, for granted. Um, you know, the parents were just frowning and, what, what are you doing? So we made trains out of toilet roll, hold, you know, bits of toilet roll and um, boxes. Ah, oh, right, that was quite exciting. Um, and the children really took that on board and, you know, started making frantically gluing and sticking. It was really exciting to see that, that with nothing, they were able to make something and then be really pleased with the result. So I think that some real important seeds have been planted there with the children, with the parents, the parents enjoying watching their children play and learn. Um, and yeah, that was the biggest thing that came out for me. Thank you. Um, I had a great time, really. Uh, Albania is a really cool country. Like, I didn't know much about it. Not really sure I knew exactly where it was, but um, yeah, just amazing. Like the village life is just really not relaxed, but like it's it's just an amazing community. So that was probably one of the first things that stood out to me. Um, what was I going to say? In terms of being like a guy and working with kids, I did. I do think at first they thought I was just an oversized child because I was because I was just running around with them, and they were like, "Is this a man?" Or is this just a really big child? <laughs> and why has he come all the way over here? But then I think slowly they realized actually, like, that was almost, that's like what I like to do. That's like my career choice. And they were like, oh, that is interesting. But actually, the kids, they don't mind him. Like, they have a bit of fun. So I think from that point of view, like, maybe if I go again sometime, we can keep working on that. But try and get a few of the other men out from their chairs and, you know, running around with the kids. But uh, yeah, it was a great time and, um, yeah, amazing experience. Just, you know, in tribute to Perrin, within um, about 48 hours, a couple of the older women in the community said to me, that boy, he's number one with children. So I think that was a huge, a huge, um, you know, they'd really noticed um, that, that he was good with children and he really enjoyed being with them. Um, yeah, so for us, this, um, and Noah's our, um, we're being very much trust. Uh, encouraged by our trustees to continue um, the relationship, to, bu to build on the relationship with Sukth. And it, this will be an ongoing thing. Um, and uh, Annette, very, uh, when, when she was asked why I'd chosen them to go this time, she said to them, oh, well, don't you know that Perrin and I are Carol's favorites? But actually, it isn't true. It nearly caused... A, a riot, but it's not true. Um, I'm very fond of the others too. Um, and they have different skills, and there will be opportunities as we move on for them to use the, the things that they're really good at here to help develop the work there. Um, yeah, you've, you've got out the PowerPoint, which will continue to run. That shows some of the differences and similarities between the two centres. We've also made displays at the back. So have a look at those, but talk to us and ask us questions. Talking about people getting involved in mission, the thing that's, one of the things that's really blessed me about this is when we were f um, had the gift day for Mim and Bess, um, there's a little boy, um, no, well known to, me, to many of us, who was really excited about this and really wanted to get involved. And that was Joshua Mellis. And a few days after we'd had the gift day, he came running into my office and said, Carol, do you know whether we've got all the money or not? And I said, well, I think we have. And he was like, 
Oh no, I wanted to do a cake sale. And his, his mummy had promised him that if all the money didn't come in, he could do a cake sale. So he came and said to me, could he still do a cake sale? And so he and I had a little chat about it, and we decided that at the end of June, Marky is driving a 4x4 four four out with lots and lots and lots of equipment that we've been buying and um, beg borrowing and, no, not, not stealing, begging and borrowing from um, people um, to take out to resource the preschool. And um, we will need some money towards the petrol for that. So on... Tuesday the 18th of June, Joshua Mellis is having his cake sale. It'll be here in Stay and Play and again a bit later in the morning in Noah's Ark. And he's a little bit too shy to come up and ask you this himself this morning. But we'd just love you to be praying about that. If you can see your way to making some cakes for that morning, that would be great too. And... Um, or coming along to buy some would be wonderful. Um, but isn't that wonderful to think that, you know, even our very little children are touched by God to be involved in mission. And I think some of that is due to the example he's had from our teenagers, um, seeing them fundraising to go on mission and really wanting to get involved. So, thanks.